This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina. And I'm Sky. Oh, <clears throat> and I'm Sky. <laughs> and today, our episode topic is being toxic to yourself. Yeah. We'll be talking about ways in which we are and also things that we've done or that we should do in order to stop being toxic to ourselves. So what's your idea of being toxic to yourself? <sighs> trying to think back to when I like was the worst to myself. Um, I think like constantly nagging at myself or my appearance was toxic. Comparing myself is definitely my number one toxic trait. And just like not accepting the love I deserve because it makes me nervous. Mm. Um, but for me, a lot of it is image-based comparison, like picking at myself for sure. A lot of mine is image-based and success-based. Mm. I feel like I'm the most toxic to myself when I don't feel successful. Mm. Like when I feel like I should be doing more or when money starts to feel like it's getting low, I feel like in those moments, instead of being like, okay, this is what we're going to do, A, B, and C, I'm more like, I said I was going to do A three months ago. Why has okay. it, why haven't I done it yet? Wow. Like I beat on myself like that. Yeah. But it's, it's for the most part, it's always, it has to do with career mm -hmm. or, or yeah, just career and what was the first thing I said? Career and success based image. and image based. Yeah. Image. Oh yeah. Image image is my number one. It's the why do we yeah, do that? Image to is my number one. And and for me it's been since forever because I was chubbier when I was younger. Yeah. So I always heard things about myself, like whether it was from students, other students at the school, or whether it was like my parents saying like, no, you can't eat this because you're too big right now, or whatever. Or people, family members coming over, calling me chunky, like things like that. Like yeah, it, it just, you. it implants in your mind. So when you finally start the road to losing weight, three months pass and you look at yourself in the mirror, you're still seeing the same person yeah. that you were three months ago. Yeah. Not even being able to see that you've improved so much. Mm -hmm. I have that issue all the time. Yeah. And even, even if my body is like, perfect i still have to be like no it's it, i'm not ready yet like no i wow. cannot wear this sort of shirt or this sort of dress or i don't like to show my arms because i'm like i have the biggest arms in the world or like That's just things crazy. like that yeah like i have i'll always wear the outfits but then be like you look like spongebob are you happy i'm like no i shouldn't have worn this shirt i hear you <laughs> ugly <laughs> Yeah, no, I won't even try to wear it. That's that's wow. the thing. Like, I won't even try. Like, I'll go to the store. I'll be like, oh, that would have been cute if, like, my boobs weren't saggy. Wow. I'll, I'll be, make a conscious effort to be like, no. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I'll wear it, but then the big mistake hits after, and I'm like, ah, I don't feel sexy. Who's ready to go? Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, toxicity. Okay, why do you think, or what do you think in our society makes it so difficult for people to be real about themselves? What I've realized is everyone talks about toxicity, but no one says like, yeah, I was the bad guy. Or like during breakups, everyone's the victim. Everyone after a friendship falls out. But I told them like, do you think it's just lack of being able to be reasonable when it comes to ourselves? Why is it so difficult for them to be like, I'm, I was the bad guy. People run from that. In this world today, I feel like everyone is a perfectionist with their image to the outside world. Mm. So everyone wants to look a certain way. Mm. So sometimes a lot of people who aren't being real with themselves, mm -hmm. they get lost in who they've decided that they could be for the moment or who everyone else expects them to be. Mm. It's very rare that like in today's age, proudly we can step out and be like, hey, I don't know who I am, you know? Yeah. So I think... I forgot the question. <laughs> Why do you think it's hard for people? Oh, well, that, that answers it. Is that like people have so many facades that I don't even think they're really in tune with who they are because it's right. like a lot of people are acting, especially right. in L.A. I mean, you know, people have their image. And well, if I meet a producer, I must carry myself this way. It's like everyone is is acting. So it's hard to just kind of sit, be silent, be still enough to be like, right. oh, maybe I am the issue. And I think some people just really lack those skills to diagnose themselves and be like, oh, I'm the problem. Right. You know? Yeah. Or just, or people have victim complexes too, where it's just like, no, with the way she hurt me, I hear what you're hearing. But yeah. I, no, I didn't hit her. I only hit her because she looked at me. Some people can never be wrong. And I also feel like, like in today's times, like a lot more people just don't care. Mm. People don't care how others view them. Like people mm. don't care to take care of themselves. People just don't care in today's yeah. age. So it's like, you you can't you can't expect the same from yourself mm. onto others. Like you can't yeah. expect things from them. You can't and expect shit. Period. These people let you down. <laughs> you heard, <laughs> right? You heard. Um, how do you forgive yourself when you realize? Okay, I've been sitting for a while. I keep falling out with girls because they say I'm aggressive, but I'm not aggressive. Oh, wait, maybe I am aggressive. Damn, realization. Now what do I do? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm rarely the person who's who gets cut off. Yes, me. But either. but I feel like if I am if I do get cut off, for the most part not even cut off, but when you know you got a toxic trait that you're in denial about and then you're finally like, damn, okay. Um, like mine is being affectionate in every sense. Like mine is telling you that I'm proud of you. Like mine is feeling like I'd rather just stay home than pull up to whatever event that you just invited me to. But some for some people, events and birthday parties yeah. and things like that, that's a really big deal. They want to see you there, which is why yeah. they're inviting you. My my toxic trait is not caring. Like I am I'm like those people who <laughs> if I feel like I need to be home today, I have to be home. Like I'm sorry I don't really care that this is a really big deal yeah. for you because it's not the same for me so that's mm. my toxic trait those things don't matter to me like oh what, what's the big deal it's just a birthday you know and mm. you can't you can't expect that from other people but do you 
then say, okay, I know that that's my toxic trait. I'll work on it. Do you just go, I'll just, I, I am who I am, but I'll just be more understanding. So like, the next time I get invited to something, I'll be like, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then the day starts to approach and like, I start to think about everything. I have to get Umi ready. He He's going to have to take this 45 minute drive. He's yeah. going to cry. I take everything into consideration. Even like yeah. I'm going to be on the freeway after dark with Umi in the car. I don't like to do that. I just, it's just not worth it. Mm. And like I said before, I don't really like excuses. So I don't like to give them either. Wow. And that again is another toxic trick because some people want to hear what you have to say. Like yeah. they want to have to, it's like they want to have to decide whether it was serious enough. Yeah. And sometimes, or just made sense to them. Or made sense to them. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, yeah, she sh- she sh- was better yeah. off doing this or whatever. And sometimes, like, your excuse is not good enough for them. Yeah. And we have to give them that option. Yeah. We have to give them the option to cut us off if they feel like they should. Yeah. And for me, I think a lot of my friends, like, either distance themselves from me or demand more from me because I'm not the type of person to check in all the time. If you told me you had a job interview, very rarely am I going to even remember, let alone be like, hey, how was the job interview? With wow. some people, that's really important. That's really important. Damn. Toxic trail. <laughs> but do you feel like if you care enough, you're able to do it? Because I think so. Um, you just have to literally reprogram yourself to be like, okay, I have to ask how Mark's day was. Because if you care, you'll ask. So I think that my affection just looks different. Okay. And, but again, that's not always the right thing to believe or say because yeah, the way that you show affection, sometimes that's not how another person will receive it. Yeah. And in but, a relationship, you've got to compromise. And, and you and have offer. to compromise. And it, for me, not that it's hard to compromise, but for me, it's hard to just start something new. For example, when I was pregnant, I was staying at Mark's parents house because our house was being remodeled and um, me and Mark were having a conversation I might have told this story before me and Mark were having a conversation and I was telling him about how like it's hard for me to like say thank you his love language is um, Mm. words of affirmation okay that's the hardest thing for me to do I'm not a verbal person to give you those words of affirmation yeah so we're talking whatever I'm telling Mark I'm trying, like I am trying to be like more sensitive to what you need. And I am trying to like speak more of what you want to hear, but it's hard for me because I've just never been that type of person. If Mm. I feel something for the most part, I'm going to write it to you Mm. or write it about you. I'm not good at like having a, having conversations. And Mark tells me that all the time. Like Mm. you're not good at communication at all. Mm. Even though most people think I'm the best communicator by the way that I write in my real life, that can be something that I really, really struggle with because it's not all writing. It's not like me and him are like sitting there mm. like Marcel and oh girl on 90 days. <laughs> like, no, like we really sit here having conversations. Yeah, we got to talk you know? it out. Yeah. So I think that, so his brother was like, you know, I was telling him how, why I'm not affectionate or whatever. And, or I didn't say those words though. I was like, you know, it's hard for me to say thank you and blah, blah, blah. I didn't say the word affectionate. His brother looks at him and he goes, are you sure this is the one for you? And I'm just sitting there like looking at him. And Mark was like, yo, chill. Cause his brother can be really mean sometimes. So he's like, yo, chill. Like don't even start basically. Yeah. And so he was like, I just find it really strange that mom and dad are mad, affectionate, super affectionate, always touching, always kissing, always hugging. And you ended up with someone who doesn't do any of that stuff. Mm. And 
after that, I might have had, like, dreams of Mark dumping me for, like, three months straight oh. while I'm pregnant. Damn. Because it was something that I was battling with. Like, yeah. in, in a relationship, even if the other person doesn't say it, you sometimes you know where you're lacking. Yeah. And I feel like with him, it had always been something that was in the back of my mind, like, I said before, like, I'll be like, just be nicer today or Mm -hmm. just say, just call him bae or just call him babe or just say, I love you. I say all of those things to myself, but because I struggle so much at it and it's not who I normally naturally am, it's hard hard to the point where you'll literally try to force yourself and you still can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know that because I'm the same way. I, I was writing it until I literally was like, okay, I need to learn how to speak. Because yeah. I didn't know how to speak what upset me. I'd have to write it right before bed. Like, oh, and by the way, when you said that, it hurt me. <laughs> like, it was just childish as fuck. And it was like, you got to speak up, girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and I kept saying, well, that's just how I am. And then I was like, wait, this means so much to my partner. Yeah. And my partner changes anything that I ask Yeah, like this. yeah. You have to adjust it for them because it was like, damn, I love you enough to change this, but I, it's so hard. Yeah. And he would be like, it's hard for me too. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time to change, but it's tough. I mean, you don't realize how much a person is willing to change for you until they ask you to change for them. Yeah. It's a lot of compromise and, and considering another person and realizing like, mm-hmm. this is not easy all the time. When people make love just sound so easy. No, it's work. It's worth it. Yeah. But it's work. Ooh, toxicity. <laughs> I'm drained even talking about it, girl. <laughs> so w- what steps do you feel like you take on a, like maybe an everyday basis or every week, every whatever, mm-hmm. to where you are mindful that you have this, to- this toxic trait? Mm-hmm. What physical steps did you take or like what mental steps did you take to push yourself to do what yeah. they expect of you? You know, as stupid as it sounds, I use reminders for everything. And I've been trying to use them now to like check up on people that I don't really think of all the time, but might need me. I'll be like, oh, Siri, in three weeks, remind me to call. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was really good in a relationship with sending you random things to wake up to or like love letters or like holiday cards. But in the day to day, I wasn't good at I am affirming you. It's just like on Valentine's Day, wait till you hear this poem. So for me, I had to kind of just... One, reflect on how hard this person was changing for me and making it look effortless. Mm-hmm. Made it look effortless. You don't like it? It's a done deal. Yeah. And I'm saying the same shit four years later. It's like, girl, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to fix that? Yeah. You know? And and just being like, well, you know, that's how I am. But you changed everything that you were in yeah. a positive way to, to be with me. So yeah. it's lazy. Um, But I think reminders was something. I think catching myself when I started being toxic or like the lurking comparing literally freezing and being like you feel so bad right now why are you gonna keep going distract yourself okay just go on this website or maybe just look at some clothes online do anything to just right leave this shit alone but that's that's mostly it for me is getting off of social media and setting reminders hey you know make sure you call so and so (laughs) shit (laughs) toxicity drains the energy out of me i feel like somebody just took all my life out talking about toxicity what do you feel like is your nastiest habit to yourself my nastiest i'm kidding um (laughs) well i mean shit combo change okay my nastiest habit to myself Ooh, are we gonna unpack i don't know (laughs) the truth is very true my worst habit 
is beyond comparing myself when I'm in a relationship, seeing a beautiful woman and being like, oh my God, he would like her or he would, he would probably think she's so beautiful. Really? Comparing myself to the point where I started to just feel like not enough. That's when I was like, okay, something's got it. Where it was like, wow, she's so beautiful. If he was here, I'm sure like, and I wasn't here, he'd probably just stare at her. I wonder if she's like really like what he's into. It was so bizarre that I would just see beautiful women and I couldn't process it. What? It was like... I could yeah. never just be like, damn, she looks good and leave it at that. It was like, man, I'll, I'll never be built like that. Or like, geez, she's so pretty, her hair. Why can't it just be, damn, she's gorgeous. And now that I'm single, you know, I'm able to just be like, wow, that's a really pretty girl and keep yeah. it pushing. I wasn't taking care of my demons in a relationship. So my insecurities were just thriving. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you see beautiful women. And then you realize like, there's beautiful women everywhere. He still chose you. Yeah. Do you want him to not choose you? But yeah, that for sure my worst like habit to myself the inner thoughts because I won't even say it out loud it's just my thoughts get so mean to myself and I have to silence that voice and literally be like why are you just trying to make me not feel good no this is stupid you know it's crazy it's the fucking worst (laughs) I feel like mine is tied to me creating scenarios that create anxiety Mm. I'll do that too. (laughs) Like, I feel like I create so much anxiety. We hear all of these things on the news and then Mm -hmm. we don't think that we're taking them in until we're scared to leave the house to go to the grocery store because what if? Yeah. No, or what if you go overflowing with that? Yeah. And it's usually, it's usually when I'm in public huge spaces Mm -hmm. so if i'm at the mall Mm -hmm. i am looking at everyone trying to read body language like i am extremely nervous because of all the things that i already told myself before i even left the house Mm -hmm. that could possibly happen and then i freak myself out even more because i'm like you know some people know when they go Mm. you know like you think about people i just had that feeling the other day it was so yeah really i was like am i about to die if i don't move away from this guy like he might kill me and the guy like literally hit a metal pole i was just crossing the street he socked a metal pole with his fist closed and then just like laughed after his energy just felt evil like i could feel it on me and i was just like please light change or i'm gonna sprint in the other direction he pulls out a pocket knife and just goes (gasps) laughing and looking at me like this from the side like this was literally like three days ago i literally could not process what is about to happen? Like, do you have that feeling before? Like, the eye contact he gave me was so evil that I felt it all over me. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, is this just my oh, body telling no. me get away? Or yeah. is this my body, like, something bad's about to happen? Like, I was just like, I didn't even I know. know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I freak myself out I mean, with Anything that. can happen. Because yeah. if we weren't paranoid, I wouldn't be watching that guy. I'd be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. But yeah. because I'm like, always keep your eyes out. Yeah. I see he just felt evil the second I looked at him. And then when I saw him sock the pole, I was like, oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. Yeah. A metal, uh, no. a hard. I would have been freaking. I was freaking out. And out. I was like, Sierra, I need to cross the street. And she was like, well, go. I said, I Where can't go she? either way. It was at an intersection. So I couldn't go either way because the light was going. And then he whipped out the knife. So I'm waiting for the arrow to disappear because. I can't run either way. He's standing next to me. So it was just like, but because we're paranoid, we see so many things. So it is a gift and a curse because we're too paranoid to where it's like, okay, but I feel like sometimes it's a curse for me because I'll, I'll keep myself from going. Yeah. Yeah. If it's stopping you from living life, then it gets like, you know, it's hard not to. 
Yeah. Because like if someone invites me to something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll think about it. And then the situation comes up and I start to think about it. And I'm like, who's going to be there? But like, I just what could happen? Yeah. What could happen? I'm like, no, it's just not worth it, especially now that I have a kid. A kid. When you're a parent, I think you think of like the most neurotic things in the world. You mm. just start to think anything could happen. Even there was one time when like a family member of mine kissed Umi, and then not too long after he he got a cold. I what I thought was a cold sore. It was it was yeah. eczema, but I thought it was a cold sore, and I started freaking, freaking out. out. I was telling my friend, like, yeah, like, ever since being um, a mom, I just think the craziest things. And she was like, I do, too. Literally, you will be strolling your child down the street and you just think of them, like, falling out the stroller and oh my God. hitting their head on the floor. Like, you just think You're of paranoid the worst. paranoid that anything can happen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, this is a... <laughs> This is hitting home. I don't think I need a child if this is how it is. We're discussing the same scenarios and you're like, but it got worse when I had a kid. I'm like, it did. Okay. Um, I'm going to be uh, literally in my house like, who is it? No, don't let her in. It's your cousin. No, no, no. Probably. She probably has a knife. I'm going to be a psycho. Um, yeah. Toxicity. I mean, it's, it's great to know your flaws. I think you got to give yourself some forgiveness. There's a difference between saying I want to change and never changing anything and just taking some steps to do better, whether it's the reminders, like we said earlier, or therapy or telling yourself, close the phone. Like there's ways. It's also the tone in which you talk to yourself. Oh, wow. I think that's that's a huge and major one because we mm-hmm. all have different voices in our head. Mm-hmm. Like your voice to yourself is different than my voice to mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes the voice in our head is not nice wow. or, or not supportive or not compassionate. Wow. Like the voice in our head says a lot about who we are because if the voice in our head is strict, then yeah. we are are constantly feeling like we have to live up to a certain standard. Yeah. If the voice in our head is mean, then we mm-hmm. constantly feel like we have to apologize for things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Can oh, I'm, mm-hmm. oh, We constantly do that. Yeah. Like, the voice in our head says a lot yeah. about just who you are. So I put Umi to bed every night at seven. Mm -hmm. So last night before I put him to sleep, I stopped at Whole Foods and I had a moment where I was standing there, like my eyes were closed, my hand was on the car and I felt like I was going to faint. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because I hadn't ate enough or I was just extremely tired because I passed by a mirror and I had blood shot red eyes. I was so, so tired because for the last couple of weeks since my kid's been sick, I haven't been able to sleep. So last night I told myself I was going to sleep train him. Seven o'clock hits. I'm like, I am just way too tired. I cannot do this. Screw it. I'm going to just put him in bed, nurse him like I do, and he'll be out in like five minutes because he's tired. Sure enough, that's what happened. So Mm -hmm. I was like, tonight was an easy night. I'm going to just sit here. I'm going to go to sleep. I was trying to finish up some work. Mm -hmm. So... I fall asleep from that moment, let's say 7.30, he finally, 7.15, he finally fell asleep, to 1 a.m. He possibly woke me out of my sleep to nurse or move around or jump on me or whatever eight times. Mm. And I was so tired already. Jeez. So I got up and I said, God must be telling me every single day. Cause there, there's so many, there's so many things that like little signs that 
I feel like God is speaking to me saying, you need to do this. It's not just me not sleeping. He's not sleeping either. Mm. So in the middle of the night, it was 1 a.m. I looked at him. He was kicking Mark in the face. He was punching me. And I was like, (laughs) no, I'm putting him in his crib. I can't do this. I got up. I grabbed him. I put him in his crib. And it wasn't easy. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it took from, like, one fifteen to about 2 in the morning to get him to fall asleep. But that's, compared to the times in the past where I've tried, that was easy. Every other time that I've put him in the crib and, like, tried to sleep train him, I always gave up because I was just like, oh, maybe he can't breathe. Or, like, oh, but I'm just so tired. Like, I'm just never, it's just never going to happen, whatever. He'll just... I'll talk to myself in such a negative tone that I don't Mm. believe that he should be in his crib. Mm. But if you change your idea on what it's going to be, I changed the tone. He's okay. So last night, I just kept telling myself he's okay. Mm -hmm. And finally, he fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And after that moment, instead of me being like, oh, thank God, you know, like yeah. or having one of those moments, I literally got emotional and I was like, thank you so much. I know that this is what you're telling me I need to do. You're just not going to make it easy. Mm-hmm. But it was easier than the last few times that mm-hmm. I did it. So changing my tone in general about the whole situation, though, like not being scared to do yeah. it, not being nervous, not feeling like I'm hurting or torturing my child yeah. while he's yelling for an entire hour. Like these yeah. are just things that you do. We're good. Because nothing good happens when you beat up on yourself anyway. Where it's like, this right. is never going to work. Right. Like, you're cursing yourself, yeah. which I think is a way that we don't even realize we're cursing ourselves because right. it's just like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. Or I'll never lose this weight. Or, yeah. oh, my God, my baby's never going to sleep in his own crib. It's never going to happen. It's yeah. like, OK, it's okay. The, it's the tone. It's Go the tone. Ahead. You know, it never will with you talking like that. What know? are some ways that you feel, though, that sh- now that you've learned from certain situations where you've cursed yourself? How do you feel like you've cured yourself? Um, well, I think just before the cure, I cursed myself a lot with my fitness journey. It was like, oh, well, you'll never be built like this and da 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 and this is never gonna change. And what's the point? And what's the point? And what's the point? Until finally I was like, girl, just try, you know? Yeah. What you have the time. But I think the a way I cure myself is um one when something goes wrong. I'm a Virgo. There's a there's a solution to every problem. I always say some people want progress. Some want pity. Some people are like, listen to this problem, problem, problem. When I hear a problem, I'm like, solution, solution. Okay. What what would be the solution? I'm so done hearing your problem once I know what I need to do. So I tell myself like, you can come up with a solution and every problem has a solution, whether it's the easiest or it's very hard to do. Every problem has a solution. There's, you know what I mean? There's always some way you can make it a little bit better. I breathe through it and go, is this really going to matter? And three days. Will I care about this tonight? It's like not giving away my power and just being like, it's not that deep. Not holding on to things. Yeah. You had a great day. Are you really going to give all of this great day to this person and just let it piss you off? Yeah. Breathe, play a song and and just walk, you know? And I think being kinder with yourself and just patient and understanding you're doing your best. And when you really believe that, I go through life like, I'm doing my best. Yeah. It's true because even with Umi, like for a long time, I was constantly questioning like, Am I doing this right? Should I not put the TV on this much? Asking myself questions, questioning myself like about mm-hmm. how I'm being a mother. Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. And then eventually, like you just you just say, you know what? You just have to go with the flow. Like just mm-hmm. go with the flow. Stop questioning. Stop thinking negatively. Stop thinking that because you cursed one time in front of him, like it's gonna yeah. stick with him forever. You know, like you just have to consciously decide. I'm good enough. 
mm-hmm. I'm good enough and he's going to love me for me. Yeah, he's going to be, be fine. And that be it. Yeah. But I feel like one of the ways or most of the ways that I cure myself is if I notice that I'm doing something, I say stop. Like if I say, for example, something bad about myself or about someone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing, I'm realizing that I'm doing, I'm nitpicking somebody else that I shouldn't be nitpicking. I'm nitpicking myself. Like I'm Mm -hmm. looking at my face and I'm picking at all my blackheads or whatever. I literally will stop myself in in my tracks and I'll be like, just stop, just Mm -hmm. stop. And then I'll try my best to think about something else or I'll distract myself. Mm -hmm. I'll go online so that I can, I'll do anything to distract myself from being my worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Rather than just, like, tearing myself in pieces, mm-hmm. most of the time it's just not worth it. It's just a, it's just a feeling that you're feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. Say a prayer before sleep. Go yeah. to sleep. Put Wake up in the morning and you'll feel so much better. Yeah. But if you live in those thoughts and just let them breed and breed and breed, you're just yeah. going to end up going crazy. Yeah, no. Oh, toxicity. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. What about you, Raina? Um... She's like, I could talk about toxicity all day. We must heal. I'm like, ooh, I get tired of talking about the ways I was bad to people. I tell you. Do you feel, okay, one last question. <laughs> yeah, girl, what you want? Have you ever pushed anyone away by your behavior? Oh, wait, do you feel that? The table's shaking. Um, <laughs> get it? Shaking the table. I can't. Okay. I can't. <laughs> she thought it was I'm an like, earthquake. I She's literally, like, I'm like, yeah. I have I my, my emergency <laughs> kit in my bag. I forgot who I was dealing with. Anyway, have I ever pushed anybody away? Yeah. And what about it? Yeah. I, I was unable to accept love because I had digested so many other people's experiences that I was like, all men cheat. All men will this. This is how my friends got hurt. This is how she got hurt. And that's what they do. Then I come across a man who's like, hey, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, save it. (laughs) I already know your type. And it's like, can I prove to you who I am? Yeah, go ahead. Do you believe who I am now? Mm, I do. But it's like, damn, girl, is anything ever good enough for you? Um, But I, I literally did not have the tools to accept love. If it felt too healthy, it, it, it yeah. was uncomfortable for me. It was like, okay, let's shake this up. You got to hurt me or I got to hurt you. Let's make this feel like real love. Right. When real love can be mellow. <laughs> but I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it had ups yeah. and downs. And I you mean, you work see it from it. your parents yeah. or from young. You saw yeah. it. Then you see it in movies. You see yeah. baby boy enough times. Right. Like, you You're just like, start to think that it's normal. Gets, yeah. And people argue and men mess up. So when like my man wasn't messing up, I was like, I'm missing something. You want to have that dramatic scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. That way you know, okay, maybe scene, it's real and we yeah. have our ups and downs, yeah. but it could be real without that. And I think that was something so interesting in, in my past relationships that they all just wanted to be copacetic and cool. Like, let's just be chill. And yeah. I'm like, mm, no, you got to tell me what's real. This is what's real. Yeah. yeah, it feels good, but it's just like, yeah. damn. So I think um, I definitely push people away with that. And something that I just didn't really have a grip on was not caring but I think as an adult now like I'll not care but still be there but my head is somewhere else yeah. but it's like my toxic trait was still showing up when I didn't want to be there but I just wouldn't care <laughs> now I'm doing way better with just being like okay instead of making this person feel like I don't care I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna come because my energy is not adding anything to this environment yeah, like before yeah. I'd show up oh yeah, yeah. no I'm good yeah <laughs> Yeah, what? Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, no, I never show up anyway. Like, I would show up because I felt so bad canceling, but I'm like, you're not bringing anything positive here. So, yeah, I I definitely have pushed people away. Are we done here? (laughs) 
obviously it's just me and you kid oh god yeah i think that's it um we'll do the challenge of the week i'm dead we'll do the challenge of the week um the challenge of the week is to write a letter to yourself and include all the things you're proud of and keep your tone positive yes i could do that I like that. That's a happy ending to this sad, pushing people away episode of a podcast. Um, write a letter to yourself. You heard the lady. We appreciate you guys listening. As you can see, sometimes we get triggered too. Uh, but that's all a part of growing. Just make sure to put your money where your mouth is. And, uh, money where your mouth is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust your gut. You heard that? Trust yourself. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. This has been another fun episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky And I'm Raina. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.